Let's talk about sex. Good sex. On top of the mountain, sex. For me, that is when me and my partner come at the same time, but that rarely happens, and that's because there is an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys, and that's okay because there is a solution to that problem, and that's promescence delay spray. Now, their delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to transfer to your partner and it's not going to totally numb you out. And for your partner, they have a whole women's line of products. I love their warming gel. I am never without it. (laughs) They sell lube. They sell condoms. They have sex toys. They have everything you need for a hot night of sex. So go get yourself some Promescent products. Go to DelaySpray.com. That's DelaySpray.com to get all your Promescent products. They have free shipping as well as a money-back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. That's DelaySpray.com. Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to go follow me now. At Strict Anonymous on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, If you want to be on the show, I'm always looking for people to call in. This is uh, a show where people call in to talk about their naughty lives or secret lives while remaining anonymous. I change everybody's voices. Everybody makes up a fake name. You could call me from a fake number. I just want to hear your real story. So if you have a real interesting story or a real problem and you want unprofessional advice, then you could be on my show you could send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast.gmail.com. You could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you could go to Instagram or Twitter, follow me at strictanonymous and DM me there. You could also call my anonymous confessions line. That is available and open. You could call any effing time, 24-7. The number is 347 420 3579 347-420-3579. You could leave me a naughty confession there. I changed the voices there as well. I air those on my Patreon, but what a lot of people are doing is using that line as a place to kind of pitch me their story to see if I want to have them on the show. So you could do that as well. All the emails, the links, all that kind of information that I just gave you is in the description. So don't worry about remembering it right now. If you're listening on a podcast app, well, you have to be listening on a podcast app or you might be listening on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to my show, like and share my videos. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to follow my show as well. Follow. I think that's what it's called on a podcast. app. (laughs) Give me a five star review if you love my show. 
Uh, write out a review if you do. I love reading really great reviews. A lot of people have wrote really nice reviews lately. Thank you so much for those. I really appreciate it. I love hearing from my listeners. I love people who love my show. <laughs> That's why I love YouTube because that is a place where we get in conversations and I get in conversations about my episodes with my listeners. So if you want to get your two cents in about an episode or chat about one, go over to YouTube because I'm on there as well. So let's get to my episode today. Now, if you heard my last episode with Sam, then you know that his girl, Erica, was coming on and I told you she does not disappoint and you're going to see why. She doesn't disappoint in her pictures either. I have pictures, anonymous pictures of Erica. If you want to see her anonymous pics, you could join my Patreon patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast besides seeing pics of erica as well as all my other female guests anonymous pics you get episodes early ad free you get all kinds of like fun things it's five dollars a month you could join up cancel whenever you want uh the link to patreon is also in the description it's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast but like i said like erica is a 10 and a half uh, and her story is great. You're gonna love it. I talked to Sam separately, which was her guy. And he had such an because he had such an interesting backstory. And I left her episode I ha I posting her episode second because she gets a lot more detailed about their relationship. So if you haven't heard Sam's episode, you should go listen to it because he's a really interesting guy with a really fascinating backstory as well. And where we left it off is like he meets Erica, the girl of his dreams. They're very well suited for each other. And uh, she takes over from there. Now, she also has an interesting backstory. She got married super young, had a lot of kids, was cheating like crazy. Her husband was cheating and they, she was always like Sam. She's They were very similar. I mean, she was always into... SEX like from the get-go she was swinging with her other husband her first husband she was really into girls she's still very into girls but she was doing some action on the side and she was cheating on her husband and one of the guys she was cheating on like got her into hot wifing he was like hey you should like bang my friends I would love to like see that and she talks about a couple scenarios of that you know that guy set up and one of them was a scenario with the guy she's with now Sam so he hooks her up Bang one of his friends. This is separate from her husband. And then she winds up having this relationship with Sam. And they do all kinds of stuff. They are really like sexual soulmates. But they're also like soulmates on every other level. Um, and she talks about that. She talks about all the crazy things they did. Like they went into the relationship open, seeing other people. She's dated girls. He has still a couple that he sees on the side, but they very much play together. They've had orgies. They do golden showers. She hooks up with girls. They have like all kinds of stuff going down and she explains it all. She's great. You're going to love her stories. You're going to love her. And like I said, if you want to see her, go to my Patreon page. But anyway, I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Erica. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Erica. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little excited to talk to a hot wife, only because I know it's like a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you want to tell me your whole hot wife origin story. You're in a partnership. Is this a husband or a boyfriend? I, 
that you have? It's a boyfriend. Okay, cool. A boyfriend. Okay, cool. Now, how long have you guys been dating? We've been together about 15, 16 months now. Oh, okay. So that's brand new. I love it. You sound super young. I'm not. I'm almost 40. No, you're not. Well, you're very immature because you sound super young. <laughs> and that's because that's this, and that's why not immature, but you're young at heart because you haven't been married yet. You have no kids. Do you have kids? I do. Oh, you I do? I have four children. Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay, so I'm so wrong, but that's like really, you sound like you're 25, but I'm going to change your voice. So you might sound really old when I change your voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're almost 40. You have four kids. I don't even want to go there yet. So you're been dating a new guy. Were you ever married before this guy? Well, yes. So I was married when I met my partner. Oh, okay. So where do you want to begin? Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot here. So I'll just begin at the beginning about the around 2021, January 2021. I began hooking up with a family friend. Okay, but you were married. And what was going on in that I marriage? I was married at the time. Okay. So back up for my marriage, my ex-husband was quite a bit older than I am. And um, when we first got together, I was only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And we began swinging almost immediately. Oh, yeah. How, do you, and, how are you not going to tell me about that? You have to start there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but we can't. We'll get to the hot wifing, but let's talk about swinging with the first husband. (laughs) So we started swinging within maybe a couple months of dating. Uh huh. And it started because I told him that I was bisexual and I enjoyed sexual experiences with women. I hadn't had very many of them, but I knew, like, I've known forever that I was bisexual. Right. So he brought up the idea of, like, going to a swingers club. Mm -hmm. And the first time we went, I actually had to use a fake ID. Because you were that young? Um, Why? You had to be, like, 21 to get in? I was, yeah, and Uh I was 20. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And so for about six months, going to the swingers club... I was using a fake ID and we only did kind of girl on girl Mm -hmm. um, play. We did some soft swap and where like partners would swap and just go down on the male partner. But I like primarily it was only you with the girl, me with the girl. Uh And then he and the partner would be watching or we'd just have three sons with another girl. And you're gone. Um, was he allowed to like I, bang yeah. the girl too? Or, or did you have bound? Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't care about that. Okay. He was more, he didn't like me being with another guy. Uh-huh. But, and he pretty much, he would look at couples online if we were like meeting them for dinner or drinks. So we did that for, we got married 18 months later when I was 21. And we did, we, we did the lifestyle stuff probably for about three or four years. Uh-huh together and then we started having kids and life started getting busy and we just stopped doing it and about nine years ago I left him for the first time I had been seeing someone else that I met and I realized I didn't want to be married anymore and things were never great between my husband and I like looking back I realized yeah, I would yeah, think because I, I mean, I you're was like way too treating. Young. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Way too young. Just didn't know what I needed in a partner. Of course. And just the marriage wasn't great. The mm-hmm. sex was not good at all. Like 
looking back, I realized the swinging was the hotness in our relationship. And then once that was gone, there was nothing. That's interesting. There was no mm-hmm. real physical connection there. Right. Without all those other so, people, just you and him alone, exactly. it wasn't hot. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we ended up getting back together for the kids' sake. Yeah. Um, had two more kids. And things were just pretty shitty all around. We He was very controlling. We got along fine day to day, but mm-hmm. there was no connection there yeah. at all. And let me ask you this quick question. Did he know when you left him that first time, did he know that you were seeing somebody else? He did. Right. So he I did. would think, I mean, also, how does he take you back and not have resentment? I'm sure it was just all still there. Uh, I think he did his own share of. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think that it was. Just you. Excited. Okay. Yeah. And so we got back together, two more kids, and then things were pretty crappy. And he actually has his own place just due to some work situations and I had gone to drive him during COVID and dropped him off at his apartment, went inside and saw two wine glasses in the sink. And I realized, and, and I had seen like a couple things on his phone. He had had a surgery and I had his phone and I saw a couple things on there that were definitely questionable. So at that point I was just kind of like, all right, if you're going to fuck around, I'm going to fuck around too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the opportunity presented itself in January of 2021. And I started hooking up with a family friend. Now, was this a guy? This is your guy now. Yes. I know you want to call him Sam. Now, was this Sam? Is, so this is not the guy. Oh. This is not the guy. Oh, okay. This is, this is a different guy. Oh, okay. So I'll call this guy Tim. Okay. So Tim and I start hooking up. January of 2021, and in March of 2021, he brings up hot wifing to me. Oh, okay. And he, I hadn't really heard of it before. I didn't really know what it was, but I, one of my kinks is just like anonymous sex, and I had not really done it, but I always thought it was really hot. And he was like, I'm going to have my friends just come fuck you. And you're not going to know them ahead of time. And it could be a guy or a girl. And at first it was just like bedroom talk. Uh-huh. But then he ended up setting it up with one of his friends. Uh-huh. And his friend came to the house, came to my house. We banged. He left. And then Tim and I, like, it was really hot for us. Like the next time we were together, just talking about it. Yeah. So then he ends up setting me up with Sam and Sam and I start texting, which I hadn't done with the first guy. So this is interesting. So Tim, the guy you're just like hooking up with because he's like into Mm -hmm. you banging other guys. He winds up connecting you with Sam, the guy you're with now. Yes. Oh, okay. So Sam ends up texting me. And immediately we hit it off Mm -hmm. um, just on a very surface sexual level. Like we're sending each other nudes and he is a daddy dom. And so he was talking about that. And I didn't have any experience in BDSM, but I was curious because I'm into rough sex. Mm -hmm. 
So we started texting for about a week uh-huh. before we met. Mm-hmm. And we set the date. He came over to my house. And we had like the most amazing sex of my entire life that very first time. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Is sexual health a priority in your life? If so, then your sexual health should also be a priority. It should be top priority because knowing your STD status not only protects you, but it also protects your partner or partners. And now you can discreetly test at home with EverlyWell. EverlyWell offers over 30 at-home lab tests. They have everything, including a thyroid test, an indoor-outdoor allergy test, cholesterol and lipids test, as well as the STD test, which discreetly allows you to test for seven types of STDs, all from the privacy of your own home. And it's super simple. You order your test. EverlyWell is going to send you everything you need in one package. You send it back with the prepaid shipping And then your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. It's that easy and super fast. I did their women's health test already, and I'm set to do their metabolism test, which I'm super excited about because I love knowing what's going on inside my body. And you should too. Take action today for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash strictlyanon. That's everlywell.com slash strictlyanon for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash strictlyanon. The link to your discount is also included in the description. Thanks, Everly Well, for sponsoring this episode. Now, are you living with your husband? I mean, or is it, and you just yes. do it in the house mm-hmm. when your your husband's out? Oh, you're rarely naughty. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, okay. <laughs> um, we have, I mean, the most amazing sex. He makes me squirt for the first time ever, our very first time. Oh, wow. And you had never squirted before. I had never squirted before. Interesting. Uh-huh. And we started off with a blowjob. He fucked me. He made me squirt. We had anal. I mean, we did it all the first time. It yeah. was amazing. And afterwards, we were both kind of like, what the fuck? Because he was also in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And and you were in two relationships, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was in two. <laughs> And Tim was actually on the phone listening to us the whole time. 
Okay. That first time. So I kind of realized right from the start that, wow, this is something a lot different. And Sam and I just continued texting and then we just started hooking up any chance we could. Oh, without even Tim being the wrangler. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So things with Tim went by the wayside um, (laughs) pretty quickly after that. Yeah. And Sam and I, like, we started talking on the phone, texting, and it evolved past, like, the hookup into a relationship. Oh, okay. Pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And we still continued to see each other and bang as much as possible. And then we went to a swingers club like two or three months in because I had told him, look, same thing I did with my husband. Like I'm really into girls. Yeah. And he had done some lifestyle stuff in a previous marriage. So he was down, (laughs) down to, to explore. And so it's really just taken off from there. Yeah, but let me ask you a question because um, you got four kids, okay, and a husband, yes. and you're cheating. Like, where yes. do you find the time? Where do you tell your husband you're going when you go to that swingers club the first time with him? Who's um, watching the, the kids? Time, <laughs> the kids were with him. Yeah. <laughs> the first time. Um, I mean, it was do you remember? My birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it was around my birthday, and. I just told him that I was having a girls' night for my birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't like lying. I don't, it's not something I like to do. And primarily, the cheating I was doing was during the day, like when the kids were at school. Because I'm in in school full-time, so it was conducive to that. So from there, so we went to the swingers club the first time. And just had a very natural time together. That was kind of our first big date out. Uh-huh. And we had gone out for drinks and stuff, but not really spent a whole night together before. And we, I actually had my first experience with a lesbian couple that night. Where? At the Swingers Club? At the Swingers Club. Mm-hmm. And how did that go down normally? I mean, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> I know. I had, so when I had been swinging previously, I had never seen lesbian couples. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, Yeah, that's pretty rare, right? Uh, I think it's more common now. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I mean, Uh 15 years later, 17 years later, I think it's more common than it was. Oh, yeah, you're right. Were they younger? Um, Yeah, they were younger. I would Mm -hmm. say 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just ended up in like an orgy situation like they had actually brought a guy with them uh-huh so it was the two women the guy and then sam and we all we ended up in this playroom that was just a big round bed and i was sucking off sam while one of the girls was eating me out and i was kind of alternating between sam and this other guy and it just kind of turned into like a no hope bar. <laughs> everyone's doing everyone. That, like everyone's messing around. Yeah. And did yeah, the like lesbians he... fool around with guys during that little Yeah. Rendezvous? So Sam was like fingering the one and she was squirting all over. Uh-huh. And, and Sam's just like an incredible lover. Like right. I can't, I can't even begin to 
go there. Like it's just unbelievable. Definitely we're on the upward pleasure spiral because every single time we're, I mean, we're a full on couple now, 16 months later yeah. and we are fucking all the time and it's just as good every single time. Right. Has it lost? Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has so- not. So that lesbian couple orgy, so it was the two women, you, and then the guy they brought and your guy all just getting it on. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that was a great first experience with him at the Swingers Club. Um, Definitely wanted, left to be wanting more. And throughout the fall, we just started doing other stuff. Like we started bringing in single guys and having threesomes. We started doing this more BDSM play and developing our relationship like as the months went by. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up leaving my husband in October. Okay, so what happens? Like, is it because you're like so involved with Sam emotionally at this point and you want to be with him? No, it was really just a culmination. Sam was maybe a little bit of a catalyst, but yeah. My ex-husband and I, we had been in counseling. We had been just actively trying to kind of save our marriage and it was going nowhere. Uh-huh. And so we separated and it's very amicable. Uh-huh. There's no animosity there or anything. Um, he did not know about Sam at the time. And so everything on that front, it was just the marriage had really run its course. Like it was the wrong match from the jump. Listen, I think there's always going to be people that can get married in their 20s and last forever, and they're the fucking lucky ones. But most of the time, Mm -hmm. I would say the majority of people, the thing about being in your 20s is that you really grow a lot and very fast. Like every year, you could be like a different person. You're really not formed yet into who you are. So the chances of staying on the same path with somebody that you meet very early on and growing, each person grows and changes in life. That's what life is about. It's just natural thing that happens. The chances of you growing and changing and still being on the same page or wanting the same things is easy but it doesn't happen all the time so I think that's the reason why people just grow apart and I love that you don't put a negative spin on it you're like it's just like what had happened and there is no animosity like it was what it was for the time that it was but it wasn't meant to be forever like you were a different person 10 years later agree right and we were married for 15 16 years it's a long time it was a long time and I just I didn't know what I needed in a partner when I was young because and, you don't even know yourself how do you don't even right. fucking know who you are yet you have to figure all right. that out that's what your 20s are all about and that's what's great about it you're just trying out different things I was in my 20s I understand if I married anyone in my 20s I would have been divorced five times too you know what I mean I would have had all the lovers <laughs> too it's because it's a, but listen there's always going to be people that can do it and I'm not saying every person that gets married in their early 20s isn't going to last but I think a lot of people wind up looking across from them and be like, who the fuck are you? And why did I marry you 10 years later? Because you're a different person. And a lot of people stay together because they have kids, uh, you know, and, right. and because it is mm-hmm. very hard to do that kind of thing to your kids. And I get that's probably you probably stayed an extra seven years just for your kids. Right. I mean, it, you 100 percent. Yeah. So anyway, so you left him. It was time to move on. And now you're dating Sam. Now, did you say that Sam was in another relationship as well? Or was that Tim? He was. Oh, he okay. Was. Yes. Was and he that married? also has ended. 
He was not okay. married. How he old just, is he? So he's older than I am as well. He's 16 years older than I am. So he's 55? He's 54. Okay, cool. All right, so he's 54. He was in a, just a relationship. He wasn't married anymore or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And that relationship, I think, had also... I mean, I know had also run its course. Uh It was just one of those things where there was a lot of comfort and convenience there. Yeah. So yeah, we just, we continued just going deeper on every level and it's continued throughout this time. I mean, sexually it's pure fire, but then emotionally, spiritually, it's equally that intense. Oh, interesting. So you really like met your, your right person for you. And you knew that immediately, right? I knew it. I, the first time we kissed, I knew it. Yeah. Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. And did he, does he feel the same way? Like it was, he knew right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He does as well. Um, but we've maintained an open relationship this entire time as Interesting. well. Interesting. And now how, so, cause you met in a, in a different kind of way. It wasn't like you met on match.com you met just mm-hmm. as a hookup and then the feelings came later. And I've said this before on my show that a lot of times that's the easier way to get into things because you're not really thinking, Oh, I got to lock this guy down. So I have to hide who I am. Cause maybe if he thinks I give too good a head, he won't bring me home to his mom. You know what I mean? Like you're not, right. you, you, right. you don't care. You're just like, cause you right. just want to have good sex you know so and then it it turned into that later and sometimes that's the best way because you don't it's there's there was never any fear of you being who you were because you really weren't looking for anything you had nothing to lose um so you went in fully like I'm into all this shit and he was too and you've been having like the best time yes and that's that's it and that we've talked about that so many times because if you meet someone in a vanilla way. Yeah. And you have all of these fantasies. You're so sexually open to yeah. many different things. You're going to have that guard up. Like, well, what if they think, you know, as I'm a, a woman, whore. What if they think I'm a, yeah, yeah. I'm a slut? Like, yeah. What if they think I'm nasty? Yeah. Uh, whereas he's like, I think you're a slut and you're nasty. <laughs> and he loves that. It's positive, right? It's positive. Yeah, exactly. It, I feel like I can bear my entire self to him in every way and there's zero judgment it's just deepens our connection yeah and how great is that because you don't have and probably for him too he's older than you so I mean I think a guy that's really into the lifestyle and into all these kind of kinky things would also have the same trouble sitting across uh, from a girl that he met on match.com and saying hey like I want to see you fuck other people you want to go to a swingers club I mean she'd run away right <laughs> she'd be like what's wrong with you right yeah. and, and for us I mean we do do lifestyle things but we keep it limited and we say like we're a couple in the lifestyle we're not a lifestyle couple because we've found there's some couples where it just becomes their entire identity yeah and he he kind of had a similar experience like his lifestyle experience came later in his marriage than mine did Uh but it was a band-aid over a dying relationship not something that you kind of enter in because you both think it's super hot Mm -hmm. um so it's been really really fun and interesting I am actually in grad school to become a therapist and I would like to be like a sex and relational therapist because I think that especially for women in our society there's still just a stigma 
for women who love sex, who are empowered in the bedroom to know what they want, to know how to get what they want, to voice what they want. Mm-hmm. And there's so many couples that have either a deathbed or they have like a loss of connection across their entire relationship because their sexual connection isn't strong. Yeah, it's a it's a definite piece of the pie that has to be there. It's not the end all be all. I mean, the opposite couple who like all the sex is so great, but not any other part is good. So that doesn't last right, either. Right. But they're like toxic as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's been my whole life. Okay. That was my relationship. <laughs> The sex was the only good thing. Everything else was bad. But, you know, so it's, it is important. It's a, it's a big part of it. It's not the to- total part and it shouldn't be, but, you know, but it is a part of it and it does need to be there because what's the difference if you have all those other things, but you don't have any kind of physical connection, then that's like a really great friend. You know what I mean? Like the difference between your friends and your lovers is sex. Are you digging this hot story? Well, I know where you could find a ton more hot stories, and that is on the Dipsy Stories app. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what floats your boat, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories, queer stories, threesomes, and more stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. There are hundreds of stories to choose from, and they release new content every week, so there's always more to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and written stories. They also have my favorite feature that I always talk about, a jump to the action button. So if you want to get right to it because you're super horny, you press the button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. A hundred percent. And I and I think that men recognize that more than women do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's listen, it's that whole thing. Like before when me and you talked, I'll just say, like when you told me your name, I'm like, oh Eric, like when you made up your name Erica, I was like, Oh yeah, that's a good slutty name. And I'm like, Oh, I mean slutty <laughs> in the nicest way. And you're like, No, I love slutty. I mean, because slutty and slut when I was growing up, I'm even older than you is like, it was such a bad connotation. And that was, that was every woman's fear because that girl, that slut, the girl that really likes sex, the girl that will fuck a guy, even if she's not dating him when I was growing up was the girl that you never brought home. I can't tell you how many, I once had a really good friend and I didn't talk to him for a whole year because he was like, he literally said these words to me and it wasn't the first time I heard it. He said, you're the girl that guys fuck. You're not the girl that guys marry. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? But in like, to me, the funniest thing is that all my guy friends that wind up got married and everything, the psychos that they wound up with and whatever, they would have been better off if they married me. But I was just the girl that you fucked because I like sex, you know, whatever, whatever. But it was a, it was like a, there was this big negative connotation to it. And women had to, I think, repress that part of themselves for sure, or else they wouldn't get what they wanted, which was the white picket fence and the husband and all that stuff. And there's probably a lot of women out there still hiding the fact that they want to, 
go down on a girl or they would maybe love to like fuck another guy or maybe they want to do anal and they're just keeping it under wraps and they're just sexually repressed right oh yes and i've just i mean my sexual ability has grown exponentially in my time during my relationship with sam i mean i went like i said i never squirted before yeah to now i am very multi-orgasmic oh my god you're living my life you're living my dream life those are the two things that are like i can't do that i wish i could I mean, and I have every type of orgasm. I have just like internal, like G spot. I have cervical. I have anal orgasms, clitoral, every type of orgasm. I even i I had listened to your guest Susan Bratton on a different podcast. Yeah, and I can actually make myself squirt now from giving head because of your fucking she has talked about. I'm not kidding you at all. So wait, nothing's touching you at all. Nothing is touching me, like, in the genital area at all. It's only from fucking dick. Oh, and I can full on squirt. I mean, I think a lot of guys just came in their pants hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just made a lot of guys that are driving get a woody. <laughs> yeah, so that makes doing blowjobs really exciting <laughs> wait what was the fucking technique she told you about or what i mean what so do you mean? it's um you have to be highly aroused so it's a technique that you want to do after what we normally typically do for this is i will start riding sam and like have a few orgasms squirt a few times either reverse cowgirl or i'll just facing him mm-hmm. um with him laying down on the bed then I'll stop and I'll take his cock and if you go right past like the hard palate in your mouth, there's like a soft section right past that mm-hmm. in the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of use his cock and stroke that area with the tip of his cock until I um, Wait a second. Squirt. I got to tell you something. I'm taking my tongue to that area and like flicking it a little bit and I could feel a connection. Yeah, it, it is connected, connected to your pussy for sure. Yes. You could feel yes. that. Yes. Oh my God, Susan Bratton. Why didn't that bitch tell me that when she was on my show? <laughs> I just listened to her episode a couple of days ago. Did she, did she say it on was my she, show or you, somebody else's? No, she didn't it was say it on your else's. show. She was talking about like squirting on uh, your show and just like all of um, yeah. like the erectile, like the erect, um, like the tissue that has to get erect for women. Yeah. And that's a hundred percent true. Like I will, it doesn't happen. Like if I just, you know, like this morning we were laying in bed and I just gave him head. It didn't happen then. Cause I wasn't aroused to yeah. that degree. Yeah. But once I get to that degree, I can, I mean, I'll make myself for it like three or four times doing that. Oh my God. So wait till before we get it, I'm going to, you're going to give me some like hot stories. I'm sure like, but I just feel like I want to ask you a million questions about your technique and everything, because I think a lot of people are listening and like, Oh, they want to be like you. Like for me, I'm like, how did you go? I want to know like before Sam, you you had never squirted. Were you never multi-orgasmic? Like are all these things new? I was multi-orgasmic to a point. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, you know, I could have multiple orgasms. I didn't have multiple types of orgasms. Like I could have multiple clitoral orgasms. Yeah. um, But not, I wasn't having like G-spot or cervical or coming from anal 
prior to him. So with him, it's just been a lot of communication. Uh-huh. Communication is the number one technique to having hot sex. Right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times that comes from outside of the bedroom. And Susan actually talked about that in your episode with her. Because I know it was a couple years ago that you had that, that interview, but I just listened to it a couple of days ago. So it's very fresh in my mind. And she says, women's arousal begins way outside of the bedroom. Right. And we need to be tuned in to our partner and feeling that desire throughout the day if you're going to have a hot night. <laughs> like you can't just be very transactional throughout the day and then have mind-blowing sex. Right. Night. It's right, just right. not going to ha- it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So one thing that Sam and I really focus on, um, we're very appreciative of each other. And like my love language is words of affirmation mm-hmm. and, and he knows that. So he will just constantly be filling my cup, not in a creepy way, but just like, you know, <laughs> if I cook him breakfast, he's like, I really appreciate you making my breakfast. It was delicious. Thank you for doing that. Right. And just being very intentional, not just like, thanks for breakfast, being intentional. And we are constantly touching each other, not even in a sexual way, just holding hands, I stroke his arm, uh, just just very connected all the time. So that makes it a lot easier to have those connected sexual conversations with each other. And we will talk about desires either on the phone or via text if we're not together. We'll watch porn and I'll send him something that I got off to. Even if it's like really fucking nasty porn. Right. He's like, okay. You could share it with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. And we, I mean, we've done everything. Like we had an orgy to like, he gives me golden showers. And when we, like, it is, it's really like the sky is the limit to our sexual depth with each other. But at the end of the day, like the hottest times we have together are the times where we just have three or four hours to connect. And it's unbelievable every single time. Yeah, that's so interesting. So just the intimacy with, with you and him, all that other stuff, though, just feeds that, I'm sure. It's Yeah, all of the other stuff is in addition, yeah. like sprinkles mm-hmm. on the cupcake. Like mm-hmm. if you eat the cupcake and the sprinkles aren't there, yes, it's, it's still just as fucking good. Exactly, right. If not better, mm-hmm. like you said, like that by far <laughs> is always the best thing is you guys together. Right. Yeah. And so then when we're in the bedroom together, I feel very comfortable with, you know, not like a robot giving instructions, but if what he's doing feels good, I'm like, yes, baby. Like, or, you know, yes, daddy. Oh, you like the daddy good. Right. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And, And he does the same for me. Your partner is not feeling what you're feeling. So if you don't communicate what feels good and what doesn't or what doesn't feel the best, then you're just like reinforcing something that's not working for you. Yeah, I know. And the weirdest thing is, I mean, I was never a girl that couldn't speak my mind. And so I always had great sex because I always told guys what the fuck to do. Like I was like, no, go up, move right. over there. Don't do that. I'm right. going to hold their dick when I, <laughs> we're having anal sex. I'll put it in, you know, all this stuff. And I just had so many girlfriends that 
would be like they never had an orgasm with the guy and I just never understood it but what I really came to understand is that just like they most women don't speak up they don't tell somebody what they want they just assume that this guy's gonna know and they don't like you said that they don't feel it and it's you do need to have that kind of communication I I just couldn't believe that so many women don't for me it comes naturally just to just be myself that's just who I am but mm-hmm. I, I think, and I think women are much more like that now, the younger girls, but in my generation, I think that that was a big problem. And I'm sure there's a lot of women that are listening right now that still don't tell their guy what they fucking want or what they like, or right. just move it over or do this. No, don't do that. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. And I, and I think that is all about empowering women in the bedroom to like take control of their sexuality because men we'll have that orgasm right no matter what we do like it's gonna happen <laughs> right or us, not that hard women, right for women we need the connection and we need the communication to make it happen yeah for sure let me do let, let's tell let, tell some some good stories you just like threw out there like oh we've had orgies I, we've done golden showers <laughs> like tell me some stories <laughs> Well, okay, so the orgy story is it's not that hot, but it is. Yeah. So we went to this we've only been to this club like three times. Uh-huh. Yeah, three times. So this was on our last trip there. And we had been communicating with one couple on an app just to kind of let them know, like, hey, you know, we're going and they were they said they were going and they had some friends coming as well. So we get to the club and we're just standing around having drinks in the way the club is set up. There's a bar area, a dance floor, and then downstairs are all of the playrooms. Yeah. So we were talking and, and the women, they weren't really my type. I love Latino women. I love long, dark hair. I have long, dark hair. I have kind of a little bit of an ethnic look and I love that in other women as well. I'm also petite and I love petite women. I love just kind of being equally sized, if not a little bit bigger, just because I, I do like to dominate women a little bit. Uh-huh. And so we're having, like, we're chit-chatting with this. There's, like, six people, maybe it's, like, three or four couples. And this woman walks by, and she is just a fucking smoke show. She's probably 45. She's got, like, like large tits, short, white dress, Latina. I'm like... God damn, I gotta go talk to this woman. <laughs> and this is your Hunter like, Swiggers Club, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, like Sam's totally into all the women that are there because he prefers like I'm not his ideal body type at all. Like he prefers like curvier blonde athletic build. Yeah. Um that's like his he's a black guy, like it's just more in his wheelhouse to be uh just I don't wanna be stereotypical, but he likes the big ass and blonde hair Uh uh-huh okay so he's just kind of like he wants to make me happy so he's like all right we'll go talk to this woman so (laughs) we leave the group (laughs) and we go to talk to this couple and as hot as she is she has zero personality the only thing she said was she was like oh I saw you at the bar and I came back and told my husband like there's this really hot woman by the bar and I'm so glad you came over to talk to me and that was like the only positive thing she said like she was just a wet blanket <laughs> yeah, yeah and so and you've been talking to me for a little while now like I'm pretty chatty and I'm just trying to draw this woman out a little bit and yeah. it's going nowhere so I'm like um, well we're gonna go get a drink <laughs> 
<laughs> so we we um, walked to the bar. I think we went. We no, we went to the bathroom. And as we're like coming out of the restroom, like separately, one of the guys was like, "Oh my god! Like we've been looking for you guys. We're going downstairs to a room." To a we're what? Like, or to a room, like a playroom, for a guy from one of the original like six or eight people who were who we were talking to before Sam and I split off to talk to the Latina right, okay. woman. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, let's go. So we walk down the stairs. We walk into this room. It's maybe like three beds pushed together, and there's four couples plus us. So it's five. All Com- of the girls are people, five. Yeah. So it's five, yeah, it's five couples, 10 people, five by women, and, you know, just like condoms everywhere. Also, we had the shades open so people could watch us. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we just get down there, and we were the last ones in because they had been looking for us. <laughs> and it's just like everybody's already naked. I ripped my dress off. I just had on like a really skimpy dress, like no bra or panties or anything. And Sam said he's still trying to undo his pants, and I'm like sucking two cocks already. <laughs> oh my god, that's my and, girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it was a great time. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, it was great. One of the guys had a Prince Albert piercing. I actually didn't play with him. He was the only one, the only one of the guys that I didn't that didn't fuck me, which I was a little disappointed with. I did give him head, but I wanted to experience that Prince Albert. I don't know if you could feel it with the condom on or not. I'm kind of, I was very curious about it. Oh, right. Yeah. I um, wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also have, I have a, a clip piercing, a vertical hood piercing. Uh-huh. And his wife had a bunch of piercings too. So I was really feeling that. And it was just a great time. Like I look over, Sam has a woman like straddling his face, but he loves giving oral sex. And he was going to town on her while another woman was sucking his cock and getting fucked by someone. Like it was just full on porn. Everybody was hot. Everybody was just hot bodies. All the guys were well hung. You couldn't have asked for a hotter scenario okay but you did start off this little orgy conversation thing like you know it's not really that hot of a story but it is hot I think I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you know how to explain things (laughs) not no you may no 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 you explain no 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 you explain things well you don't know how to title things okay because your explanations are fantastic it's the title you like titled this next you titled this explanation Uh, you know it's not really that hot of an orgy but I'll just tell you about it (laughs) sorry but it sounds kind of hot I think everyone's gonna love it (laughs) it was well if if you want to hear something funny there was one guy and he was annoying as fuck whenever we were talking upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I'll call him Dino. Yeah. And he was just an asshole. Right. And we get down in the room and I see him down there. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And one of the guys was like, is everyone okay with everyone? And, and I was just, my plan was just to kind of steer clear of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get done with the orgy and we go back upstairs and I said to Sam I was like that was great I'm just so glad that Dino never fucked me oh no I know what he's talking about (laughs) 
<laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Tino, like, you're so fucking annoying. Like, I'm glad he never fucked me. He's like, baby, he fucked you after so-and-so. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, like, the one guy pulled out and Dino, like, strapped down the condom and, like, went right in, like, right where the other guy took off. Or And I was, like, sucking another guy off or I was eating a girl. I don't remember. And so I, I didn't notice. Hilarious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story <laughs> oh my god that's he's like so next funny. time if you have someone it's like if we're ever in that situation again i'm like yeah i'm sure if that's gonna happen again where we're in like a naked pile and there's one person <laughs> that i don't want yeah that he's gonna tap you on the shoulder like excuse yeah. me this is the one guy you don't want to fuck you I mean, I was going to say, like, where was your fit? Where was your hat at in some in between some girl's legs? You don't even know. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my but God. Everyone hilarious. was very safe. It was all like it was, everyone wore condoms. Yeah. It was all, yeah. It was all very safe. It was just I was I was I, my squirting was like the circus trick of that orgy. <laughs> everyone um, was like into watching it and stuff. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious it was like the splash zone at sea world you know like if you're in this zone you're gonna get wet oh. now i have been slightly disappointed sometimes when i've talked i've talked to many women who squirt and i always ask a lot of questions because that's like i i talk about how it's always been something i've wanted to do and i never can master and uh there's been a couple times I talked to women who are very into squirting and they're like, it's not really that great. It's not that, it's not like the orgasm is any better. Sometimes it's not that great. I mean, do you, and sometimes it doesn't happen at the same time as you have an orgasm. I mean, do right. you feel like when you squirt, it really pushes you over the edge? Is it as amazing as I think it's supposed to be? Or is it just not that big of a deal? <laughs> I would say it depends. Okay. Um, sometimes the squirting and the orgasm happen simultaneously. Yeah. I am an ejector. Yeah. So when the squirting happens, I shoot the penis out of my vagina. Wow. Um, along with the ejaculate. Uh -huh. um, so it's a little, sometimes like Sam and I are fucking, it can disrupt his rhythm. Yeah. He doesn't mind. He fucking loves it. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, I get a little annoyed with myself because I'm like, oh my God, I've squirted a gallon. Like, I can't do it anymore. Right. So then I'll concentrate on not doing it and then I can't come. So I just kind of just let it flow. It feels great. It feels like a release. Mm -hmm. And I have read, I'm a researcher just by nature. So I have read like every squirting article out there. Like, is it pee? Is it not pee? Yeah. I can stand as witness, I will pee right before I will squirt a gallon and a half. Literally, the other night, um, Monday night, we were fucking in the bathroom and I had a puddle, like I had spilled an entire glass of water. Wow. And then after we're done, I'll pee again. And we've been in situations where we have this, we call it moisture mitigation. I have put like a waterproof blanket down and then towels, but you know, we've been in situations where we're at a hotel or something. We don't use it. Yeah. And the next morning, like you wake up and 
it's dry and it doesn't it doesn't smell or anything. That's what I mean. Um, I was gonna say you guys do golden yeah. showers too, and this is like the perfect segue into that. So I feel like you yes. would know the difference because you you totally play, know the you, difference. You play with pee too, <laughs> right? So humans know. <laughs> I remember there was I worked with a lesbian girl once in a, and she was like uh, her partner and her were really into golden showers and peeing on each other and she was just like oh the smell we had to get rid of our mattress <laughs> I was like, oh. well we never do it in the bed it's always in the shower yeah that's what I would think I mean but that's what I'm saying like what you just made the point that when it dries and you're just squirting you would smell it if it was pee yeah yeah no it's not pee I am here to say it is not pee. I'm here to say, ladies, if you're getting fucked or fingered or being eaten out, I mean, I will, like, Sam will eat me out, and I will just overflow his mouth with squirt. I'm just here to say, ladies, let it go. Like, if you start feeling the urge to pee while you're getting pleasured, let it go. Right. That, cause that's what it is. That's what I that's never what knew. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it's all about. And a lot of women mm-hmm. don't know that and they don't want to, and they hold it in, but that's really squirting. Yes. It's not going to be pee. It's not going to come out as pee. It's not going to be pee. Right. It's not going to be pee. Um, yeah. So golden shower. Yeah. Sam, Perfect segue. <laughs> Sam had one, <laughs> one woman that he plays played with for a number of years in the BDSM capacity and she was really into them. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, never done it. Never really thought about it. Mm -hmm. Not really my thing. And then one time we just, I don't even remember the very first time it was after, I think it was after like an intact scene. We were in the shower and he was like, get on your knees. And I did, and then he gave me a golden shower. Like peed on your face, peed on your tits, peed on your. It was tit, on my like, tits. Okay, it was mm-hmm. on my tits. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we've done it a couple times. Like he has peed on my face once or twice. It's not really. That's probably my least favorite. But yeah. what I am into, which we've been doing, not regularly, but maybe like once every few weeks. Like we'll get in the shower together, and I will use his on my clit in the shower yeah no I, I I've mentioned this before on my show I once had a guy friend tell me that he had this girl and she would sit on the toilet right and this is like sounds like and I was like oh that's kind of sounds like a hot move I've talked about it on my show before but like yeah. you sit down right and he said he would like pee on her and it would like hit her clit you know what I mean and he would yeah. and he yeah. would make her come and I was like I kind of understand that it's warm it's penetrating yes. you know I can yes. see yeah. I was like that kind of sounds hot like I could get it I yeah. would try that so that's what you're doing in the shower yeah mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah. and it, it's very erotic and hot yeah and, <laughs> and everything and um yeah it's it's just been great it's all it's all great yeah, I mean, I don't even think that there's anything probably. Is there any, like, are do you, are you, like, into two guys? Do you see people separately? Is it always together? How does the open relationship um, besides these, like, hot stories you told me, like, how does it really work out between you guys? So during probably the first, probably right until around the one-year mark, uh-huh. I was dating separately uh-huh. um, just because I had been in such a long-term marriage yeah. and he really encouraged me like go out do your thing 
I had a Tinder profile. I went on some dates. I messed around with a couple of people, girl, a girl and two different guys. And it was just, it was fine. I had fun. I enjoy people. I'm, I love, you know, I'm a social person. I'm great. As dirty as I am with Sam, I have my mom friends that we just have regular wine nights and, and all that. And I'm just a hundred percent focused on my kids as well. Like this yeah. is all, yeah. I'm not just banging 24 seven. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but great I met some great people but there was no connection there and I already had this like very intense connection with Sam yeah and and so I made the decision in May like I wasn't going to see people on my own yeah Sam had a couple like he has a couple that he's a third for that he still sees he recently went on a trip and he has a friend from college or his 20s or something and they banged while he was gone. And he lets me know ahead of time and, you know, safe, condoms, all that. And I'm fine with it. Like, I am very able to see the difference between a physical situation and the deep connection that we have. And I'm fine with it. And like, just because I don't choose to go out on my own, he, he's fine if I wanted to, it's just, I don't have the desire to. So we've had together, we've had like these couples experiences. We've had a few threesomes with guys, one with another girl. And we just kind of, I dated a woman actually pretty early on. And and I really, really liked her a lot, but she wanted more than I could give. Uh And she was, you know, I was open with her about Sam. Everybody knew of each other, but I just didn't have the time, resources, the emotional physical resources to really give her what she deserved. Mm-hmm. And so I ended that. So yeah, I mean, we're open. We're not looking for like emotional connections with anyone else, but we're we're fine with physical hookups here and there. Right. But it's not like you he's into you going out with other guys and then coming home and telling him what happens. I mean, typically when you're playing with <laughs> others, you're together or yeah. into that. Yeah. yeah. Typically, we're together. I mean, we have some fantasies. Like, we really, one of our main fantasies is the way that my apartment is. You can see the bed from the closet, like, through the bathroom. Uh And so, one of our fantasies is for me to, like, pick up a guy and bring him home and have Sam be in the closet watching. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Things like that. And and we've definitely done stuff where, like, the guy will fuck me and Sam just watches. Uh Um, Sometimes he participates. So, that's kind of hot wifey, but it's not at all, like, there's no cuckolding or humiliation or anything like that right uh, like he thinks I'm a fucking porn star so sometimes he's like I like to just sit back and like watch you suck cock or get fucked because it's hotter than anything else uh-huh. and then afterwards the the sex that we have is so fucking hot and like I'll be I'll be sucking a guy and a guy will be fucking me like from behind and I'll just look up to him and be like, I love you so much, baby. <laughs> like, thank you, daddy, for giving me this extra cost. <laughs> Things like that. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's, it's very connected even when we're with other people. Right. And now if, you know, do your girlfriends that are not in the lifestyle know about all this stuff that you're doing? Is this a total secret part of your life that nobody knows except you and Sam and the people you hook up with? So I have one friend who's been like my best friend for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. She knows. Yeah. 
just because I tell, like, we tell each other everything. Right. And she's, like, personally, it's not for her. She's only ever been with her husband. But she um, she definitely appreciates the stories that I tell her. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she, she says it, it gets added to her spank bank. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah, I do tell her, but... For other otherwise, no, no one knows. Right, it's just um, your guys' just, private thing. It's all very private. Yeah, very private. And I think it's great. I mean, did you know before you started doing all this stuff with Sam that you wanted to focus on being a sex therapist as opposed to just a regular therapist, or did it change? No, you? it totally changed me. Mm-hmm. I would say my connection with him has completely changed my life like it has changed the way I connect with my children um I just try to be very like intentional and deliberate with my children the way that I am with my partner and also just see them I mean I know this is a sex show but you know just see them each as individuals like how do they best receive love and it's just transformed my whole life honestly and and it's been hard becoming a single mom and just huge life changes but I wouldn't change it for the world because I am who I am supposed to be yeah he doesn't make me happy I feel happiest when I'm with him I feel my most whole when I am with him right and he feels the same way about me Well, listen, I think that there's nothing, I think the top of the mountain for anybody would be being able to be fully exactly who you are and have somebody love you for that, right? And Because what is the opposite of that? Like, that's everyone's fear. That's the reason why people are repressed and don't show people who they are because their biggest fear is that you would do that and somebody would be like, oh, no thanks, or they'd never call you again, or they'd be like, ew, you're gross, or you're weird, right? I mean, isn't that why most people are hiding who they are? Because it's that big, massive fear of rejection, and it's it's rejection of who you are. We all know who we are, right? But we're all so petrified that somebody else won't accept it. Um, So when I think that the people that are really are able to show somebody that and that person receives them and not only says, okay, you're good the way you are, but like, I fucking love you. Like, that's the top of the mountain. That's what it's all about. And what I love that you just explained is that 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 doesn't only make you feel, like you said, it's not just he makes you feel great about yourself. I mean, you're happier in yourself and then that transfers to everything, your relationship with him, your relationship with your children. I mean, it's it's amazing. You're lucky. Yeah. I'm, I feel extremely grateful. I mean, it's been a very hard road, mm-hmm. but I feel just immense gratitude that I, out of the craziness that it happened, that I, that I met him. Right. And I definitely think the universe was working in our favor. So many things had to come into play for us to ever meet. And mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful that we did. Yeah, I love it. Now, do you have any pictures that I could put on my Patreon, like anonymous pics? Sure. I can send you some. All right, cool. So you send me those. Those will be on Patreon. Yeah, I'll send you a face pic just so that you can like put a face to the voices. I'll send you like some um, 
Yeah, so like, like, you were, like lingerie. Yeah, lingerie what? for sure. No, nothing X-rated. And poor Sophia or Sophia and Rod. I mean, she's like my husband. She sent me a picture of her like blowing a guy. I'm like, I can't use this. She's like, oh, my fucking <laughs> husband told me to send you. I'm like, not X-rated, <laughs> R-rated, like sexy lingerie things. That's what most girls send in. And, you know, no faces. I'll cut the face out, whatever. So send me that. I'll put those up on my Patreon for people to see. All right. Thank you so right, much great. for calling in. I feel like thank I could have like talked to you for a lot longer and got more details i'm sure we'll have you back on <laughs> thanks yeah have me back <laughs> i will i will i'm doing it something in september um and maybe i'll use you for that it's called girl talk where i just talk to a, a female like i've done it with a podcaster i did it with a person who started a sex texting app and I, you know the, and where i just talk to a girl about sex but not like in the way i'm interviewing more just about a topic so maybe i would have you for that so you never know but i'm definitely gonna have you back on thank you so much it was great and we are just huge fans of your show like we it gets us like worked up and like we just love you so much. So I love that. Super thing. grateful for this. Yeah, that's great. And let me just tell you, you're gonna get people worked up, okay? That now you're doing you're doing you're paying it forward. <laughs> I'm doing it. Okay. Yes, yes, you're gonna do it for other people. Thank you so much for calling in, Erica. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.